0: Everybody welcome back to the Average Idiot Podcast. America's only, Eastern Kentucky's only, the world's only AI powered podcast. Truly AI powered. Hey, real quick, a friend of mine Jeremiah Bannister, he told me some scientific facts and I want to share it with you. If you drink coffee, the best way to drink coffee to get it straight to the dome is through a straw. Drink coffee through a straw and it bypasses the blood brain barrier straight to the dome that's scientifically proven facts today in the show where this is a part two talking with the boring channel uh the impatient channel long hair juggernaut he's everywhere and he's here with us tonight again as kevin hansen welcome back kevin we're gonna do this part two of kind of how life's been going for you and kind of a little bit everything it's not that's not really a scheduled topic. We did a little bit before, but today's a, a very, very important today. Today's very, very important is you uh, met up with Ant- Antoine. I think his name was Anton. And get, and he got a mower from you. He, he got, he you give him a mower.
1: More exciting than that. Currently, I am drinking my Red Bull with a straw.
0: It's going straight to the dome. St-
1: bi- straight to the
0: dome. Bypassing the blood-brain barrier. Scientifically proven. Straight to the dome.
1: <laughs> i'm kidding my red bull's gone i'm wishing i would have bought two it's a long drive but i was like if i don't buy enough that'll give me an excuse to make it stop
2: and then i can go walk around in the gas station for a little bit so i stay awake yeah anyway so yeah just got
1: back no, i got back i got done in louisville kentucky i didn't get back from anywhere i'm on the way <laughs> right I got right done in louisville kentucky giving away the mower uh it was an awesome experience this is the second mower we've given away now
0: um, yeah the, i forgot chris old. was I the first the one
1: was,
0: huh yeah i forgot you already give one away to chris man i totally forgot about this you got two yeah. more to give away did they already give you the mowers today at hustler
1: so the way it works is i gotta get so far into the contract and then i get you know the next one that kind of thing hmm. so um I've got a two-year contract with Hustler, using their equipment, love their equipment, so it works out perfect. I mean, that's the main thing. If you're going to take a contract with somebody, one, make sure it's worth putting the handcuffs on. Yeah. And if you're going to put handcuffs on, it's like getting married, man, because you're signing a contract. So if you're going to get married to a company, you better enjoy that, that company. You know what I mean? Oh. If you're going to get married to a woman, you better enjoy kissing on that woman.
0: I agree. So.
1: 100%. Same concept. And uh, you know, I mean, if it's a headache, and it doesn't work out, don't do it. Personally, I don't think sponsorships are for me long term. Cause <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. I just don't like the corporate thing. But that's me. Yeah. But uh, all in all, it's whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: They, you know, they...
1: If I get to do really cool stuff like this, I'm down for that. What I'm trying to do right now is grow my my viewer base on every platform that I can as big as I possibly can so that I can do stuff like not have to deal with the corporate BS of, you know, they, they always want something petty. Like they'll want, um, well, I mean, they asked to review my, uh, content and stuff and yeah. if they don't like it, they can take it down. I was like, yeah, no, that ain't happening.
0: And I think I would think that's kind of par for the course. Um, I think I would think that's kind of par for the course with having a sponsorship, and that, that's that's like what you're kind of saying. It's, it's it, you wouldn't have known unless you took it, but at least now you're able uh, to turn around and help people. Like that's a good. thing. to
1: th- find out if you like it, so you know. Like uh, it was something that the only reason I took the contract was because they put in the four giveaway movers. To me, that has so much impact that it is worth dealing with. You know, corporate stuff. You know, like if they want to give me a mower, I don't care. I've got mowers. And, you know, I'm doing well enough. I can buy whatever mower I want. My credit's good, whatever. I can go out and get whatever I want. Yeah. Is a free mower cool? Yeah, I guess. You still got to pay taxes on it. So yeah. It's not free. Um, and since I'm a content creator, there's strings attached. Like, I got to create content. And yeah. it's, what it does is it gets in the way of me going out, and just doing what I want, when I want, how I want, freely. Like, you know, I mean, you you get what I'm saying, right? No,
0: yeah, I I I, I totally. I was, you'll see whenever you re- watch this video back. I'm I'm just over here nodding my head in agreement. Uh,
1: yeah. and, and, and having, it, go ahead. Having flexibility is powerful especially when you're growing. So like, for me, what I'm doing is, I really don't care about sponsors. It's it's cool, and I think it's an ego boost. Um, but, you know, and it could be an added revenue source for a lot of people, but the problem is, I think you can tie yourself down just as quick, making that your revenue source versus just kicking ass at what you do. So, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If I grow my audience big enough, I can do whatever I want. If I say, I don't want that in the contract, guess what they do? They'll take it out of the contract, which is what I, I had the experience with Hustler. but the company, um, the company's merged with another company, so it's more of a corporate, corporate atmosphere. Now they're requesting the stuff that I said, hey, I don't want that in the contract, and that's okay. It is what it is. Um, I can request it, but it's not in the contract, so I'm not doing it. You know, and that's just that's the way it goes. Like, I'll I'll do. Yeah. It's like they want me to wear glasses and stuff. I'll do that. I mean, but I, but, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into that. No, yeah. I might have some. I might have some arguments from the legal team at the company. Yeah. I not and... burn my name either. Like, I'm not saying I won't play ball but if it adds more work on my end and it's not worth it like a lot of these companies man i've had offers from some of these big companies and they're just they're dumb offers and here's the other thing they act like the um content creators don't talk with each other everybody talks to me we all hear about hey man they offered they offered this what they offer you the same thing why they you know, like, I've had several people why the the same thing, your, your audience is
0: huge, right? Right.
1: Well, it's because they're, they're throwing out a pitch. Will they take it? No, I'm not taking your bait. I know what I'm worth. <laughs> you better believe you better up that number. That's the business side of things.
0: Right, no, exactly. And that, that's kind of a good thing to where, it. well, it's a good thing that your channel kind of popped before you got a sponsorship because, like, hypothetically... Yeah. You probably if your channel wouldn't have pop beforehand and you did a deal with Hustler, they you probably would have took whatever they offered.
1: I would have hated it. Right. You know what I mean? I would have just just hated it. I probably would have lost interest because of what I don't want somebody telling me what I can and can't say. Like that was something that that ain't going in in the contract. Let let me just say what I wanna say, have fun, enjoy my life, enjoy creating content, but if you have to worry so much about uh, where your footing is and what you're doing and,
0: you know. Yeah, no, listen, I totally understand.
1: nonsense.
0: Well, here, here's the thing, too, is I, at one time I stopped, totally 100% stopped reading any comments on my YouTube channel. Totally 100% yeah. stopped. And it's not because there were so many negative comments. It's just that one negative comment that made. The point is, it's not the negative comments. It's making. It's what I'm thinking about when I'm creating the next piece of content. A week down the road, a couple of days down the road, I'm hearkening back to what someone criticized me on, or maybe they were wrong, maybe they were right, I don't know. But Something I, gets in your head. Something there gets you in your head, and imagine... Well, imagine you signing your con- signing a, your name to a piece of paper, and then all of a sudden now you're worried that you, well, I don't know, it's ain't in the contract, but uh, the lawyers might say X, Y, and Z. I can only I, I, I hear hey, I, I don't have a sponsorship that I, I, I can see.
1: I didn't even want to take a sponsorship because I was worried. I was like, are people gonna call
0: me a sellout? Oh but yeah. Well, see. Business. Now, well, that's another I, po- that's another I, thing. I
1: I went down and tried out the mowers. Uh, I went and did a uh, collab video with Top Knots. I wanted to see if I liked the mowers, and I looked them over top to bottom. I went and cut with them and did. Yeah, it's a good mower. It's a good product. And I was like, yeah, I can get down with that. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, play ball. I don't like yellow so much. I like that they're adding more black to it. I think they look tougher that
0: way. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd love to see a black, unit with yellow decals and yellow lettering that would be dope that would be super dope
2: anything Juggernaut
0: on it and it's <laughs> a juggernaut on it just how uh, years ago I know I, we're not trying to promote anybody else or talk about any of the bus but years ago SG ninjas he got sponsored by Wright mowers and Wright mowers made a, made him a special mower not saying every company should do that or whatever, but at the time it was kind of cool and it was still fairly new. and That's been some years back. But yeah, if Hustler did a black mower with yellow lettering and decals and maybe even said juggernaut become unstoppable on it, how easy is it to put a sticker on? Or give you the stickers, you put it on yourself. But a black that mower would be dope. Cool.
1: Well that you know even? What I would like. Go
0: ahead. You
1: know what I would like better than a custom mower for me though?
0: What's that? Is if
1: they put that same budget Wiggle room, gave
0: me another motor to away. Yeah. Okay. That you makes... know what I mean? Like, uh, what?
1: It's cool, but give me that budget to give away. So I mean that's that's where I'm at with this stuff. I think it's what I'm doing may only be a short ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's we're it's... all living this small little small little moment in time anyways. Yes. But what I'm doing is just a short ride. So if I can create really cool scenarios to help people out, like this guy I gave the mower to, he really needed it. It's it's going to be something that it impacts his life and changes his life for the next five to ten years while that mower is in great shape. Maybe it puts him in a position to create more income that he would have not had access to otherwise.
0: Yeah, let's go and in. And let's then, talk about that. What? How did yeah, all that whole thing go? over. Huh? How how was the whole experience? I know I talked to him and the, and people who are listening. There's another. I'm gonna add that into the show. But man, how did that whole experience? Like how how was it? I bet that was beautiful. I mean, I'm sure it was beautiful when you give Chris a mower. But you already knew Chris. This is a guy you technically really didn't know. That's
1: that's the thing. I didn't know Chris.
0: Oh, okay, so I knew Chris. I ended that's up all.
1: Chris mower, but. You knew Chris. I didn't know Chris. I knew of
0: Chris. Okay,
1: okay. And I kind of heard around the grapevine, and then, you know, um, I ended up speaking with him about the time I was working on the deal with the Hustler contract. And I believe he had a mower that got stolen. I know he he had a mower that broke down, and then he he, he was going to have the engine replaced by somebody that he found on like Craigslist or Facebook. Yeah. And then the mower got stolen, and it was a nightmare for him. And I was like, whatever. I'll, I'll hook this guy up. He doesn't know it's coming, right. but I'm trying to get this in the contract. And at the time, I thought it was going to be like one giveaway mower, but they offered four. Like They just came right out the bat and was like, boom. And I was like, that's cool. That's dope. Yeah. I'm ready to work with this company. But um, going from that to, like, like I said, I didn't know Chris. That's kind of one of the qualifiers that I do want is like, I don't want people thinking I'm just giving mowers to friends. Like, I, it, I'm letting life lead me to find the people that need it. Now the next two mowers, the word's out at this point that I've got mowers that I'm giving away. So how do I do it in a way, you know, like everybody's gonna be reaching out to me and stuff like that? Like I don't know what your situation is. I hope that it goes to somebody that could it it really needs it. Yeah. But I don't know what I'm going to do down the road, because I'd also like to have, you know, my audience that may not come in contact with me. Like, it was just random scenarios that allowed me to come in contact with both those individuals. But what about the people that are in California that I may never see or, you know, Washington or somewhere on the East Coast or whatever? What about the people that I may never bump into? It'd be cool to give them a chance because I know there's guys that are struggling to start a business everywhere, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's... There's
1: guys that are just trying to make ends meet everywhere. Everybody's in hardship right now, and it's only getting worse by the day, man. I mean, it, I don't want to get political, but let's just be honest in a non-political statement. Our country's down the tube right now. That has nothing to do with anybody's political views. You can look at the price on everything and go, man, the dollar is just not stretching as far. So it's gonna be harder to sell clients in the future because they're gonna to have to start saving money. And the thing is, we offer a luxury service. Since we offer a luxury service, themselves. so it's gonna cut back to the people that have the expendable income, and then it's gonna cut back to the people that have no choice. So you're elderly, And the people that are still making enough money that they're not hurting too bad. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, I still think we're safe because it gets hot outside. People don't want to do the work. Like that's, that's a big plus is that people are lazy nowadays and, you know, lazy in the sense that they would rather watch Netflix or something. So they'll do what they got to do sometimes to not have to mow. So that is kind of a, Fit for us but still then you get the complex of oh man money's tight and then the next thing is people are going to say we're in a recession oh you know and then you go through that crap again where everybody's like we're in a recession and for the next eight years past when we actually are in a recession everybody's going to act like they have a broke mentality and that they can't charge what they have to when really what they should be doing is doing the math on their business to make sure that they're, they're charging the right amount. You know, it's, it's just like with, like I was talking about with the contracts, that's business, man. I know what I'm worth. That's the business side of YouTube. That's the stuff that nobody understands and that I can't really talk about too much because nobody else and not, well, I don't want to say nobody else, but not very many people have had those offers from
0: companies. Right. True. But it's, True. It's,
1: it's still work, man. It's like, it's the same as like when you watch a news channel, if they have a, a, a pop can on an ESPN or something, they're turning it around so the label's not showing. I'll paint my weed eaters black. That's advertising. If I'm offering something that brings value to them, they should reciprocate the value and show their appreciation. Yeah. Or, you know, bring value to me so that I can continue that further. For me, I'm easy. Make sure that I can take care of my audience, bring somebody else up, and I'm happy. I don't care so much about my pocket. Yeah. You know, a lot of people yeah. think it's about the money and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, long-term I have to watch that because I want to have success. I want to have, uh, you know, I've got personal life goals and I want to make sure that my wife and daughter are, are taken care of. So the thing is, while I'm on a good run, I better play my cards right. Here. But it's not a money thing for me. It's, yeah, I, make,
0: I tell my kids Making going
1: sure up. I bring value and impact and, and change, positive, positive change. If if I'm not, if I'm not ahead of all these other guys and doing stuff like that, I need to start thinking and making sure I'm doing the right thing, making sure my head's in the right place, deflate my ego, you know, just constantly put others before yourself. You know, um, I think it was Grant Cardone. Now, Grant Cardone's an arrogant guy, but he has great, messaging for somebody growing a business. I, th- I think it's important to listen to people even like that. But I would say be careful with not Cardone because that is a dangerous activity.
0: Yeah, yes it is. You
1: can I- run yourself I- into the ground. But I will say one of the things he said is you want to make a million dollars and help a million people. That's you A dollar yeah. from each person. I, I like the concept of that because you're helping a million people. And the million dollars isn't what you're trying to do anymore. Now, you're trying to help a million people. Who cares about the money? That'll come. Yeah.
2: Bring, yes. bring
1: value to people. Everything else in your life will fall into place. Yeah. So
2: who cares?
0: Yeah, a lot of people put too much monetary gain. Monetary. T- people want to put too much monetary Efforts into everything, and they put monetary principles above humanly principles.
1: Yeah, people put their people put their um, econ match just cross the line into Tennessee. People put <laughs> too much concern into small things, and the thing is, it, it doesn't take somebody that's a genius to realize. The more money you make, the more money you spend. It doesn't matter how much money you make, it's never gonna be enough. So yeah. if you're chasing money, it's an endless loop. And that's not to say that if you're in business, go do what doesn't work. You know, do what works as long as it brings you happiness and joy and you, you know. But I don't know, on the other side, it's a trade-off because you're gonna do things that you hate doing. I mean, there's times that I cut lawns and, you know, they're You go through phases and seasons, and some years, you're like, man, this really sucks. But, you know, like, spring, you love cutting grass. You know, later in the year, when it's hot, you're like... I can't wait till fall. Yeah, this sucks. But, you know, it's just, you know, it's a temporary thing. It's just a few weeks of, like, okay, it's like a solid five or six weeks of just straight hell. You know, you're burning up, and it's miserable but it's part of it, man. That's part of the grind that everybody talks about. So there's times with YouTube, I hate putting out content. I hate talking to a camera. I hate, you know, um, just like you said with reading the comments, like people are, you know, people are quick to judge and think that, it's so easy yeah everybody Whoa. always
0: says i'm gonna start me a youtube channel and i'm gonna start me a podcast it's like you ain't got i mean not that you don't have but you haven't taken the time to get the mixers to get the computer to get the microphones to get the lighting a lot of people don't want to invest in that because it takes time whenever i do stuff like when i talk about the book of jonah and i've got a couple different podcasts that come up i'm reading books all the time i'm I'm watching other people's content to kind of measure against mine as a lot of people don't want to say that, but I mean, it's just the way it is. Like
1: Like, I'm
0: learning, emotional
1: trauma, you know, you're going to fortune favors the bold. If you're going to have success, you better be willing to take a beating. So that's the thing. Like I, I can love what I do. Like I love going out and cutting lawns and I love helping people. There's things that I don't like, like, you know, when you said you read the negative comments and it jacks with your head? Yep. I'm a glutton for punishment. I read a lot of comments, as many as I can. And I'll give my heart and I'll, I'll try to leave a, a, not a generic comment but a legitimate comment to as many people as I can. Now, the problem is it's getting to where it, it takes up a ton of time. And, you know, you get numb to the compliments that actually lift you up sometimes. And then when you see a negative one, it's like, damn, that hurt. Right. Well, it's not so bad when it's one, but then you one, two, three, four, five in a, in a, a several hour period, which don't, it doesn't seem like much. Like for somebody to say, um, for somebody to think about somebody saying something negative about them five times, you just say, ah, screw those people, whatever. But it depends on your headspace. One day you may say screw them and legitimately mean it and be like, you know, they're just in a negative mindset. They're in a hard spot in their life. Cause the only reason somebody's going to talk negative to you is because they're in a hard spot. They have insecurities about their own issues. They're not happy with their own life in some way. So some days you see it that way. And then other days you let it cut you like a knife. Yeah. And it, it's a deep wound that, you know, may be long lasting. It may kick you into a small depression. Yeah. You know, like I said, we, we have seasonality. So, like, for me, you know, I know that I am, I'm like an all-or-nothing, all-in, balls-to-the-wall kind of guy for about, I don't know, a certain duration of time. And then I just, everything drops out, man. I, I um, my body just crashes. I go so hard, so fast, and do so much in such a short amount of time, take so much on. Yeah. And it's kind of like the learning phase. You ever notice when you read books, you'll read, 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 really enjoy it, consume it. And then there's a time where you have to reflect, absorb, and then try to actually um, figure out how you can place that in your life.
0: Yeah, I, I take on so much content it. sometimes. Sometimes I, insu- I consume so much content that I felt like, let's say, I take in so much information, so much stuff I'm trying to learn so rapidly, quickly, to where I feel like, at the end of it, I don't know if I know. I don't. I didn't retain any. I took in too much. I didn't take time to reflect. I didn't take time to sit back and digest all that I just That's, learned. So sometimes you just got
1: to. Definitely happen. Yeah. When you're grabbing too much from too many sources, then it then it becomes a mind soup of different ideas that you can't implement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So That's,
1: there's a time. There's a time for bringing information on, and there's a time for or actually speak your up ahead. Gotta love Google, dude, it's on it. So there's a time for taking that information, the time for actually reflecting. But here's the other thing about like say depressions. You know, a lot of people think negatively about a depression. It sucks to go through that stuff, but it is honestly one of the best things for you in your life. Think about every time you've gone through a depression. sucked it was miserable it it was you know you're tired you don't want to do anything you just hate life you're in a funk that you you just don't even want to peel yourself off the bed or the couch or whatever and you get up and you go to work and you still do what you got to do and you zone out and you kind of just hate life and it's like a brain fog yeah but when that depression is done whatever problem you were working out that's when the depression ends, is when you solve that problem. So, like, people that take medicine for depression, and I'm not going to say, I'm not a medical expert, but I'm going to say for myself, like, don't suppress the healing process that comes naturally with depression. Like, Yes. Go through it, and it sucks, but figure out what it is that you're depressed about. Yes. And let your, your body and your mind heal that. And on the other side, you're, you're going to come out. Lift it up, and you're going to be a whole nother person that brings you to the next level. You know, because like, you know, if you go through a, a breakup and it just tears you up, and you go through like six months or a year of just pulls you down, you're you're feel like you're less than human anymore. And then when you come out of that, you have this extreme confidence that you've never had before. So, I personally feel I I embrace the. De- the depressions that come in my life i hate going through depression but now i recognize it and i'm like oh it's that time again yeah all right well, let's do this you know like I'm, I'm not scared of it anymore i'm not you know oh is this ever gonna end you know because you have high highs and low lows right
0: yes sir it's
1: good when it's good but when it's low it feels like it's never gonna end yeah kind of like with uh you know with youtube people are like oh man if i could just Make a thousand dollars, my life would be great, right? You just make a thousand dollars extra a month, and I thought the same thing. But you know what happens when you make an, uh, an extra thousand dollars a month on YouTube?
0: You probably need an extra fifteen hundred.
1: Yeah, it's just the same as your business. You build your business bigger. Guess what? It starts eating more money. It needs more fuel. I don't want to stay small. I enjoy. I enjoy the growth of business in general and YouTube for me is obviously a business. I'm on social media. So the growth, what it takes is it takes more equipment. It takes more time. It takes training, you know, uh, consulting and, and uh, just a lot of stuff. But if you knock that kind of stuff out and you hit it head on and you take notes on what you need to do, well, after a while, you can have something really cool.
0: Yeah, and that's. I
1: get to things, in lawn business, and take it to the next level. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be just the guy with a little lawn channel, and that, that's nothing against anybody that has a little lawn channel or anything. It's just I want to do greater things because that's who I am. I want to seek growth. You know, when you have, when you have a payroll job, I was that type of person at a payroll job. I worked myself to the highest position i could in that that facility and then when i was there i wanted to learn everything that i could but when i realized i was capped out i was done so you know i may get into this enjoy it for the next 10 years of my life and then open up a new chapter i don't know what i'm going to do yeah but right now I'm all
0: in, baby. Yeah, so, well, I was going to ask you about, like, uh, addictive personalities, because I, me and you share a certain, uh, a similar, rather, personality, and maybe a lot of people in this audience, or maybe some of the guys in your audience, maybe they have an addictive personality. What do you say to them guys who want to start into, started a business? Because one of one things that held me back was I was kind of nervous whenever I got in my depression funk thing in 2021, and everybody asked, where was you at, oh, you know? I was in such a bad mental state. I was in such a bad place to where I thought, well, I jump in and out of hobbies and stuff all the time. I go headstrong. Maybe I'm just not ready. Maybe I just... but. No, I just needed to get my leg broke, if you will. Well, that's what we well, we hearken back to that earlier. So, sometimes a shepherd has to break your leg. Sometimes God will have to break your leg so you could, so as as the good shepherd, so he can he can tender you and heal you, and you can come walk in his walk in his path. But what do you say to people with addictive personalities, that maybe like do, they just I, go all in? Is,
1: what, what do you think? So there's something I've noticed from talking with other business owners. I've noticed guys that are military, have a past experience in the military and did well there, do really well in business and guys that have overcome addiction and they can turn their business into their addiction do really, really well. Right. I mean, because they go all in and that's what it takes is like commitment going all in. Creating a lifestyle around something where you, you don't want to change it, and part of part of just having any kind of successful business is just sticking with it. Like even when it sucks, when you want to quit, when you think that there's no option and that you have to quit, if you just stay in, eventually you're going to have a winning streak. It's gonna it's gonna work. You're gonna figure it out. It's gonna click right. You know, and that's part of that's really part of having a business so you know one of the things i told myself when i first started is you got to roll with the punches you got to take the punches right i just kept telling myself that i'm just getting punched right now I'm just, and life's just beating the hell out of me but it's okay so i'm gonna beat this and i would say if you're you have an addictive personality don't get addicted to getting beat up by life and getting beat up by business like figure it out What what is causing your pain and and change it because that is one side with the addictive personality is you may think you're addicted to the business but you might be addicted to the pain of what's happening and the struggle story or the hardship like sometimes it's easier to whine about the things that are hurting in life than it is to actually fix the things because it's Sometimes it's really, really simple to, to solve a problem, but the emotional attachment to changing something makes the decision really hard.
0: That is brilliant.
1: Yeah. And so the easier thing to do is actually yeah. fix the fucking problem.
0: Yeah. It's a, yeah.
1: But it's it is harder to do it because you're emotionally attached to staying in the damn problem. So I know, I know I've had that in the past. The guys that don't get caught up on the petty stuff don't have an issue with it
0: yeah that's so true about the military guys a lot of the man you're right about that a lot or people who are cops or, or part-time lawn care guys man they they do they start a great they got business. structure man they, got, they structure. got structure and you look the at like i parallel it to my life where i never had any structure growing up i never had any male role model ever uh, and it's like no wonder why I didn't succeed. I never had any structure. I never had a man to hold me accountable for the things I was doing and not doing. And then when I started my business, I was all happy and go lucky. And then as soon as the major first wall hit, well, I turned back into a recluse because you know I didn't. I didn't have no structure. I didn't have my. I didn't have my wife involved. Uh, I was doing everything on my own. Then I brought on people who I shouldn't have brought on, and it just. I. T- I yeah, I didn't have the structure or the key or the time or the. Yeah. I I took the high highs and I didn't want the low lows. I wanted everything that came with it except for the low lows. And well, I got all the low lows. I got every bit of them, in which I needed yeah. them. Like when we mean you, I mentioned life, it a second. Go ahead.
1: You let life beat you up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and you mean you was talking earlier on the phone, and you you mentioned we talked about parallels in the Bible and and life. Um. Uh, Different things We talked about the shepherd The symbolism of a shepherd And you said uh, That's so In the Bible It talks about It talks
1: about um, Being a lamb of God Or being a sheep You know And sheep are a dumb animal So if you compare humans to a sheep A dumb animal Right They'll walk each other off If one walks off a cliff They'll all walk off the cliff Yes They'll walk off And put themselves in danger And you know, they'll let the predator attack them because they're too stupid to realize. You know, they get, they all get scared and they run together. You know, it's just... They're a dumb animal.
0: Yeah, and we are that dumb animal. I'm not, saying,
1: <laughs> I'm not saying they're not beautiful in their own way. and You know, just like people can be beautiful, but they're a dumb animal. Yeah. So, one of the things, you know, a shepherd, a shepherd would do... I don't know now how shepherds handle it, but... If you look historically, what a shepherd would do is they would actually, if they had a sheep that walked off repeatedly, put themselves in danger, they would actually break the leg of that sheep and they would carry that sheep on their shoulders. So, you know, if it's got its leg broken, it can't walk off, but they would care for that sheep and have the one-on-one time with that sheep until it built a bond with its shepherd and actually followed the way that it should so that this shepherd can take care of it so if you look at that as a biblical aspect it's a beautiful thing yeah. you go through hardships in your life but the lord is with us the whole time yeah you know, it's your fault that leg's broken you did something stupid things happen it's not like the lord's physically breaking your leg you did the mistake on your own you put yourself in that position but the lord's with us and even when we we're hurt and we're whining and we're crying and we hate life and it, it just feels miserable we want to turn away the lord's there and we open ourselves up to it it all works back man it it takes care of us and we listen to the signs that the lord gives us every day because it happens you listen you make yourself open to it life will lead you that's why i went to kentucky man life led me there
0: yeah that's such a great that guy that that anton is a beautiful human being
1: yeah he's a great
0: guy and of all the places you could have been mowing with with you were with SB mowing, of all the places you could have picked, of all the places he could have been, it just happened yeah. to be across from that guy who truly
1: what are the odds? It was his first time ever servicing that property, you know, as a brand new client. Like what just what are the odds that he would be there or whatever? I or think. it's like when I started doing the tall grass stuff, man. You know, I said I was gonna cut this yard and then you know, for me, I was listening to Charles Stanley, and I put that on the video, and and that, that didn't really have anything to do with this, this <laughs> story. But, you know, I, I told myself, I'm, I, I sat in my truck, and, you know, you can pray to the Lord. You can talk to the Lord with prayer just like you would talk to me or you, Yeah. right? And so you don't have to be on your knee and, you know, bow your head and, and pray that way. You can pray your head the same way people will say that they meditate you can pray while you're working you can anywhere you're at you can do that so i prayed after that you know i was like it was interesting it was fun uh i wasn't looking at it for benefits for the channel i just thought it was gonna be fun because i I figured i didn't think i was gonna put a sermon on the damn video i thought what i was gonna do was talk about my experiences in the first couple of years and i was like this would be really cool to get this because I can talk about what it was like to cut those crappy yards I was cutting the first couple of years. Because at that point in my business, I was only cutting nice lawns. Yeah. If the grass was six to eight inches tall, I was like, oh man, it's super high. Yeah. These yards are going to suck this week. It, it's just, I've gotten so used to having it so good as a lawn guy cutting this stuff weekly. that I forgot what it was like to cut this, this tall stuff. Yeah. And now, I'm in love with it and enjoy it because of the challenge. Yes. Like it, it, Brings me back to the nostalgia of starting, but my point is, I prayed to the Lord, and I was, you know, you know, if I get a sign to go out and do this stuff, I'll do it again. And you know what happened? Less than five minutes later, I got a call from the city, and they said, "Hey, are you interested in abatement services?" Wow. I wanted abatement services. I thought they said embankment, and I don't mess with hills. (laughs) They said, overgrown stuff. I go, okay, that's my sign. Let's roll. Let's do it. I hear you. That is... You know, I got to talking with them, and I'm like, hey, how's this work? Well, if I cut the yard, they bill that person, and then they tack on administrative fees and paperwork fees, and if they don't pay it, they put a lien on it. If they don't pay it again, then they put their house up for sale. That ain't right. I'll just start cutting the list for free. So I started cutting all these... You know, the, the city sent me the list. It tells you who's, whose house is vacant and whose isn't. If somebody lived there, I went and cut it for free. Not all of them hit the videos. Some of them did, somebody didn't. You know, yeah. like, not everything I do makes it on a video. right? And that's I, I want to film everything that I do, but I
0: don't. Uh, my you kids know, are going days... nuts right now. <laughs> I
1: don't well,
0: know I'll if make... you can hear
1: them. I understand. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I, I didn't mean to ramble on there. So no, no,
0: I'm yeah, you're good. Yeah. I, I I love it because it's like, well, look at the look at the um look at the trend that's being set on YouTube and look at all the yards. Like, who knows? That could be who knows the situation of the houses that some of some people are cutting. Some people like me, I've been driving around looking for uh, sidewalks that are like super overgrown. On the side. And I'm going to do it for free, but I don't know the situation that the house is in. Now, the one that I find, maybe it's a single mom and all these people that SB Moen's doing, maybe i don't you don't know the situation so when you got that sign who it's just so random. maybe it is just who knows who knows it it might just be random but i don't know that's a pretty awesome random especially with the guy that you delivered the mower to today the guy could you couldn't have went to it couldn't have went to a better person A, a a guy who who probably who has talents Real talent. The guy's a, a, a WBC or yeah, a WBC champion. He fought. He knows Sugar Ray Leonard. Well, knew Sugar Ray Leonard kinda. He wasn't like best friends with him or nothing. And he has a story, a beautiful story. And he looked around his community, found a need. Some people in his community, same situation. I was looking. I was. I was thinking of myself in that. And whenever he was telling me that story, is was saying like. Around here, people don't have the money to do this. It's like, I come from the trailer parks. I come from poverty-stricken areas. No one can afford to get their lawn cut. That's silly, you know? Why would you spend that kind of money when you do something you can do on your own, all right? But he looked at it, and he turned it into a way to bless people. Now, does he make money on it? Of course, but he's doing it in a way to where he can make money and, and, and take care of his family and also satisfy his clientele, satisfy his community if you told me that he was to do uh, free yards for people who need it, I would say, of course he does. That's the kind of guy he is, you know what I mean? If I bet if you lived in his area and you said, Hey, you know, I don't really know you, but so-and-so said that you help people out with getting work done. I bet he said, as soon as uh, my schedule opens up, I'll come knock it out. Don't worry about it. That's the kind of guy he is. And that's the kind of, that's the stuff that I see in your videos. And it's like, that's the kind of things that I want to see more of. I want to see you. I want to see more of Antoine's story. I want to see more of people going out instead of bragging about about charging people because of this and that. And I get it. Charge higher prices if you need to. I totally understand that. But if it's for granny down the street and You'd already, you know, you guys are from the same neighborhood. So, you know, it's not a really nice neighborhood and you know, she's on a fixed income and brother bill, her husband died 10 years ago. She's been alone. You know, she has this, you know, she's on fixed income and having a hard time uh, taking care of something simple as cutting grass. It's going to take you 30 minutes. You're going to tell me you don't have 30 minutes to go out there and help the beautiful older woman that's on social security in your own neighborhood. You don't have time. You're going to, tra- you want to charge her top dollar. Are you, are you serious?
1: I look at it this way. So in your business, you know, what's really cool is my business has evolved into allowing me to do this on a mass scale for people. And I don't want to mislead people that are in business and tell them, go out and do stuff completely free for everybody. Right. Because it would be a good way to run their, their business into the ground.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What
1: you can do is if you have that spirit of helping people, Treat it like tithing at a church. Ten yes, percent. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: If you cut ten lawns, or you know, if it, it, it's if you cut ten lawns, cut one and let it be a freebie. And you don't have to do it free every time. Find somebody that needs it. Yeah. Give a little here and there. The cool thing is that as you grow, you can do that more. If you grow your business to the point where you have the expendable income to do the things that you want it. That's your goal if you want to help people. If you build your business up, you can use the funding from your other jobs to allow you to do that stuff. But first and foremost, it is unfortunate that it has to be said this way, but first and foremost, you do have to take care of your family, right? Your personal finances, because the only way you can continue to help people is to make sure that you're taken care of, because if you go negative, if you fall down, things reverse in your life you won't be able to do the same thing right if i if i were to um you know i give freely all the time and i want to
2: give as much as
1: i can like i want to give more money away than i make which is but it's one of those things you have to it is business and it costs money you do have to do the math you have to make sure everything's taken care of because the only way you can continue to do cool stuff is to know that you've done the business side and things. It's going to keep flowing. Like, even if you look at any charity, like Red Cross or whatever, they got expenses. Yeah. I mean, they're a lot of those big charities are kind of crooked or they look crooked from the outside. Yeah.
0: Goodwill, stuff like that
1: perspective. You know, you see the CEOs or whoever getting some massive, uh, bonus or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, (laughs) <laughs> that, that kind of stuff to me is sickening. Yes,
0: you know, it is. Yeah.
1: Um, it's it's kind of like I've seen channels do charities where they funnel the money through themselves. Mm. And that to me, again, is sickening. Don't do that. Why? Don't do that. You know, pump somebody's go fund me. Pump, pump a legitimate charity. Whatever you want to do. But if you're funneling it back to yourself and saying that I'm gonna give it to this person. It's probably something
0: shady. Yeah, don't don't worry. I'll I'll give it to him. Don't worry. Yeah, right. I'm sure. I'm sure you will. I'm not saying you won't, but I would rather have a link directly.
1: I'm not gonna say any names, and I'm not bashing anybody. But I don't agree with things being conducted that
2: way.
0: Right.
1: And so that's something that I've gone above and beyond because I didn't like the way it looked when somebody else did it. I made sure I did it different when it was my turn. You know, like I wanted to be. I think people are it's easier to freely give when they know there's no hidden motive. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. 100%. And so I, yeah. And like I don't know. I, that's one of the coolest things we did last year is that I actually supported several people that had cancer. Yes, and, you did. You know, Pop their go on me out and Dude, it was like hundred and fifty thousand dollars that our audience raised for those people. But you know, that money never went through my hands.
0: Right. Yeah. And I, it, and it went to a great cause.
1: I don't know how I got on this subject, but
0: it's it, okay. It's
1: too easy. It's too easy to be corrupted by money. You know, it's it's too too easy for that to happen to anybody. Yeah. So I guess when when we were talking about the tithing, grow your business make sure that you are hitting the goals that you need to hit charge what you need to charge for the clients you know there's people that have expendable income and charge what you are what you're worth on those so that you can help the people that can't afford it but understand that no matter how much of a bleeding heart you are yeah you cannot help everybody in the world yeah
0: mind. that's that's and so that's true
1: don't don't get walked on and run into the ground yeah. with every sob story, because there's going to be people that are fake out there, so you just have to let the Lord lead you to the right people.
0: Yeah, and it's and biblically sound to, to take decide. care. You better,
1: you better be able to read somebody's personality and know if they're lying.
0: Yes, it's very, very happen. true. It's And it's biblically sound to take care of your family first and then take care of your your neighbor. and stuff. But you got, you got to take care of your situation at home. And the reason I, I've been harking on it so much here lately is because of what I see only ever getting posted out there in the world. So I just, I just kind of try to be a check and a balance. But yeah, oh, certainly. Take care of your, I take care the, your business first. I was, I was just throwing
1: it out. Like, I, I don't want to lead I, I don't want to ever uh, lead people down a path that will put them in a position that they are worse off. in a a worse position so you know building a business that is sustainable you know like the cool stuff it's it's really cool to see the things that i'm doing now but that wasn't possible for me in the beginning you know people look at where you're at like any business they'll look at it what gary vaynerchuk says you know people love to look at the wine but they don't watch you know the grapes getting smashed right you know something like that so like Nobody saw, you know, like me going out after doing 60 lawns a week yeah, and then going out on the weekend on my own and making a video, spending five or six hours doing it and then editing all week or whatever during the night when Madison or Angel are sleeping just to get it out and try to be consistent with everybody. Yep. Yeah. And still just enjoying it and it wasn't making money and it was just you know people are like how are you doing it how if you're mowing that many lawns, if you're making money how are you making videos well the guy that's saying that yeah how are you making videos
2: yeah
1: i don't know i just make time for it
0: exactly you know? yeah and that's that's the way of it you're you just mention you just mentioned gary which is great because i talked about gary v um on one of my last episodes, and I was saying, like, Gary Vee is ma- making waves in society today, and all he's saying is the simple things. Like, Dr. Jordan Peterson saying simple things, Gary Vaynerchuk saying simple things, like, yeah. make your bed in the morning, be grateful for what you have, be happy for where you're at right now, love your neighbor, take care of everything. It's like all these simple little things are saying that young men are striving for. Those are all biblically sound things that's been around for 2,000 years. These are all biblical documents. And I look at it and I say, "What's, what's my point, Jesse? My isn't point is." Isn't it
1: crazy? So you you were reading self help books and stuff, right? Isn't it crazy that when you read the Bible, you're like, "Dude, it's
0: the greatest self help book."
1: All, all of this was taken from the Bible. Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: and I didn't know that because I I. I I wasn't part of. The, I didn't grow up part of the church, and I didn't do this. Like it's funny that you say this. Like, well, it's funny we say this because sometimes people don't think that they are worthy of salvation, or sometimes maybe they don't believe this or that. And for those people, don't do your own research. But I look at my son today. Whenever I was talking to you on the phone, he got into a mud puddle. He got dirty. He got filthy. He got nasty, muddy, crazy. So I went in. I took him, give him a bath, cleaned him up, and then put new clothes on him. We go back outside. He plays for a little bit. He runs right back to the same mud puddle, and I look at that parallel, and I took him in, I cleaned him up again, and I look at that same thing, and I take it as a, as a parallel to That's what God does for us. That's what that's what Jesus did on Calvary for us. He bore the weight of all our sins, so we can run back to the mud puddle and get dirty, and what's going to happen? We ask for forgiveness, and we're going to get clean, but it's our natural, fallen human nature to run right back to the mud puddle, and it's a lot of... Uh, these. Some people might not like it, and that's okay. You can unsubscribe now. That's fine with me.
1: Uh, Don't worry, man. It says the righteous will get, you know, have persecution. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, don't don't ever feel insecure that people unsubscribe for you for having faith. They may, but more than likely, I don't know if you can hear me because my GPS. You're good. Don't ever worry about that stuff. Because what's going to happen is more people will respect you for talking about your faith. As long as you talk about it in a way, it's open. Just talk about your experience. If you're, if you're not shoving it down somebody's throat. Right. It's saying, like, don't be the brimstone and fire guy. Be the guy that's like, this is what I've learned. This is how I feel. And just speak with honesty and truth and without judgment. And what can they say? Right. They don't like it. They don't like it. But the reality reality is it doesn't matter it's it's don't ever feel insecure about being christian be an unapologetic believer and know that that's how you feel because other people feel the way they feel if somebody wants to get on my videos and say hey i think it's dumb that you talk about the sky fairy <laughs> and that you think this way or whatever that's cool that's your belief yeah
2: you if,
0: know
1: you'll, you'll come you'll come to your belief in your own way man yeah I
0: mean, well if they a lot i of Go ahead.
1: Uh, Well, a lot of people look out through their lives unhappy. Right. Find faith, there's your
0: happiness. Well, yeah. How many, how many millionaires who are atheists do you see who's miserable, or not just atheists, but how many, how many people who let's just say how many people who are not religious have a ton of money and are just not happy? So it's not the the point harkens back to what we were talking about a little bit ago. It's not the money. It's find what makes you happy. Find find your center be if you're the prodigal son there's nothing wrong with with coming home and and if if you think god is a fairy god like how all the comedians talk about it and how everybody in the world jokes and laughs well then obviously we don't believe in the same god because uh me and you kevin me and you don't believe that there's a guy with a stick banging against the clouds because he's mad that's the atheist version of god (laughs) that's what's funny about it. it's like that's not real that's not who that's not what god is (laughs) you know but those are the throwaway arguments that they always, they, everybody always goes to because they have no argument. They, everybody says, Well, why is there evil in the world? It's like, if you don't believe in anything and you think everything's random, then morality doesn't matter. What do you mean, evil? There is no evil. And if you, well, since society, because uh, Aristotle said, no. no, everything, if the wars and all the hurtful things are just a random current event. And the only reason why you say something seems evil is because you feel something isn't right. The only way you feel something isn't right is because there's a way that it should be. And if there's a way that it should be, then who, who said that it should be this way? You know what I mean? You can backtrack all the way back just by simple philosophy things. And I may be wrong. I'm not, an apo- I'm not an apologist and I'm not a theologian. But what I do know is I do, like you, I do take a knee for Christ the King. I am a worthless sinner, a wretched man who's not worthy of God's love, but because of Calvary... I get it. Not because I earned it. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, we're filthy people. We make mistakes. Everybody's Everybody backslides. Everybody falls on hard times. Um, you know, they...
0: That's so true.
1: It's, it's amazing how when you come to faith, you feel like you're on top of the world. Yeah. And then you fall low. <laughs> and then he had picked back up and he'd fall up. And it's just the cycle of it. And now it works. And part of finding faith and growing as a Christian. It's the same thing that works in every every stage of our life.
0: Now with so. the with the way the new with the way the new media is, and we was talking a lot about YouTube, uh, how it's kind of taken over everything. You mentioned something to me today on the phone that today right now, today. Tomorrow latest, yesterday, is the best time to start a channel. What do you say to the people who are thinking about maybe kind of starting a channel, but they're not really sure and they they just don't really know. Do you got any advice or since you're considered now, and maybe you don't feel like, but you're considered now an influencer. Whether you like it or not, I hate that term, but you're considered an influencer. As an influencer, what do you say to someone that's maybe thinking, man, I should probably, st- I like to do this or that, whatever it is, hacky sack. I don't know what it is, making coffee whatever there's room for everybody to make a video on youtube or have a podcast you you agree with that
1: well yeah that's the, that's the cool thing is that anybody can can do it and you have the right it's completely free to do um you know nobody's you don't owe anything to anybody so if you want to make a channel on this that or the other whatever makes you excited you should do it yeah i want to say that everybody should do it but i know that it's not for everybody. They may be in different stages of their life. And, you know, like, I definitely think anybody that owns a business should have one for their business, to promote their business. And then they should have one that's a hobby that maybe it takes off and outgrows your business. Who knows?
0: Would you always it's good small. at talking to cameras and stuff?
1: No, absolutely not. I was actually um, a very, very shy person. I was very quiet before my channel. Really? talk all. Yeah, no. No, not at all. I actually listened for years. Listen, while I'm learning about business. And, you know, I, when I went into a crowd of people, I mean, you've seen me now. I can run through a crowd, talk to anybody.
2: Yeah. Hey, what up?
1: What's going on, man? You know, like, I'm king of small talk now. It's nothing. It just is what it is. It's part of the uh, progression of business, and it's part of the progression of having a channel, and uh, it's enjoyable to be able to make those connections. But for a long time in my life, I was the guy that when I was in a room of people I didn't know, I didn't say a word. I was just real quiet. And until I got comfortable with, uh, you know, people, certain people, I wouldn't say much. I was just kind of in a shell. But once I got comfortable, hey, man, what's going on?
2: What's up? You know? It's the same way I am now, but it took me a long time to
1: get that way the comfort building up that relationship, which I almost think is better in a way. Cause like now I'll open up and have a cool conversation with anybody, but it, it'll eat up your time. Sometimes you're wasting your time.
2: Sometimes,
1: yeah. um, sometimes you're giving people information that they don't need. So it's like finding a balance to it. But you know, there's a lot of positives that come from having a channel and talking into a camera.
0: Especially with, yeah. Especially if you're a new guy out there today, starting a business. That is so, that is so, because you got, if you start a business, you have to have a Facebook page,
1: whether, yeah,
0: it's the way it is.
1: You're going to gain a lot of confidence, and you're going to get very fluent with speaking, like when, when I think when I was the best at speaking into the camera, I was doing Facebook lives, because the thing about doing a live video is it's, one and done
2: like, yeah if you mess up <laughs>
0: yeah
1: it, it just it was
0: bad that's why i don't it like doing a lot, lot of live podcasts well you
1: get on and sometimes you bomb sometimes you don't sometimes it's great that's a good but like now point. when i edit if i say but a lot or uh or whatever i can edit all that out i can just trim it out i can clean it up and make it what it is but if you're boring as hell on a Facebook Live, nobody watches. Yeah. So that was a good experience for me because when I started making videos, I pulled out my phone and started going live on Facebook. And after a little while, I had, like, probably, it wasn't a whole lot, but it was probably, like, 30 to 50 people that consistently pretty good. watched my videos. Like, they, they would watch them, or I would hear from other people, hey, so-and-so was talking to me about your video, and I think it's so cool that you're doing this or that, or... And i was just pulling out my phone talking about random nonsense and uh you know what i was reading you know because i was reading a lot of self-help books and stuff yeah. like that and talking about business and grass and the mowers and what's going on and business tips everything that i was when i started my youtube channel so then i had to make this progression where i got comfortable on camera but how do i take that and put it on youtube because i really wanted to do youtube yeah well i had to make a commitment and i went and bought this I think it was like $300 camera. It was a Nikon. The red one. 500. Yeah, the yeah. red
0: one. I seen it. It's I a, got recorded on that camera.
1: On. <laughs> I still got that camera. The camera, it, it doesn't work anymore. Oh. I I, it, I destroyed it. You know, just ran it into the ground making videos with it. But that, that camera is what made that channel take off. If I didn't commit hundred dollars onto that so that i would go okay i bought this camera quit opening up facebook and doing live videos i just stopped doing live videos and i started making uh youtube videos and it started with me standing in front of a white white sheet on my wall (laughs) i remember yeah i I didn't have any money i'm low budget everything goes back into my family or goes back into my business and i was just figuring it out i was at the point where our business was just starting to make money. You know, like some people, I don't want to say they have it good, but they start out, everybody starts out in different starting places. Yes, they do. So if you want to play the comparison game, oh, man, you know, they're ahead of me or whatever, and you can be insecure about it. Like, don't be upset if you're driving a 25-year-old truck and somebody on YouTube says, you know, if if you got if somebody's got like a twenty year old truck, they have no value in what they say. No man, that doesn't mean anything. If anything, they're going through some hardship. They know some stuff. Yes,
0: sir. You know, yes.
1: They, they might, yes. They, I know everything. They might have some insecurities with pricing or whatever it might be. It was really interesting. The moment I stopped being insecure about pricing, everything changed. The moment that I learned how to, uh, you know, start budgeting my finances different putting things into different accounts and, and making sure that everything's planned for ahead of time and everything started changing. Bank accounts started going up consistently. It's just a learning process, man. I mean when I when I started my business, I came from an employee mindset where I got a paycheck, I spent that paycheck. Right. I
0: paycheck, I that paycheck. If I can just make a hundred dollars a day. I remember Greg's dude, I remember watching Greg's video whenever I was I was just, a, I was a uh, a zone leader in a paint room years ago, and I always thought, I enjoy mowing. my dad, my dad mowed grass at a, a church or two, and whenever I'd go hang out with him every now and again, he was making like a couple hundred bucks a week, and t- that was a ton, yes. you know, and I never knew that there was a whole world out there, this is probably circa 2012, okay, so I didn't know there was a world developing on YouTube, but well, I typed in starting a business on Google, and it took me to a guy named Greg Chisholm, geek to freak, and I remember, this guy's—he—he he makes a hundred dollars a day mowing grass. Oh my gosh, I can yeah. do that. I make that much at a factory, hating it, <laughs> you know. And it's like, he started this. Maybe, maybe it maybe wasn't him. I don't know. But for me, he started no, this whole. If I could just
1: make a hundred dollars a day, I, I can make a hundred dollars a day. I can work thirty days a month. That's three grand. That's about what I made at the factory. Yep. You don't figure in expenses and stuff. And after several years, if you make a hundred dollars a day, you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, something's wrong.
1: It, it's not a side hustle, and you got equipment and everything. But yeah, that first big milestone is how the hell do I make a hundred bucks? A hundred bucks isn't the hard to make. How no. do I make a hundred bucks? How do I do that two days in a row, then three days in a row? Okay, now I've done three days in a row. How do I make it five days in a row? Cool. Now we've done five days in a row of a hundred bucks. How do we double that and get to you know? Making a thousand dollars a week. Well, we made a thousand dollars a week, and it just progresses forward. And then it you t- get to like the uh, five thousand dollar leap to like the ten thousand dollar leap is not a hard jump to make. So if somebody's in their business and they're stuck at that range, because I know that like, that's that's a common spot for people to get stuck at the fifty thousand dollars a year type thing. You want to make ten thousand dollars a month? It's not hard to make that leap to. It just takes a little more work, a little bit of changing on your pricing, and some tweaking in the business, and boom, $10,000 a month. Yeah. Then you go from 10 to like 14, and maybe go back to 12. And then eventually you figure it out and you make 20, 20 grand a month in revenue.
2: Yeah.
1: It and doesn't mean you're putting 20 grand in your pocket. No. You know, but it, it's not hard to, to make more at a certain point you know it's all about your um like, like i said it all goes back to your emotional baggage and trauma and can i handle making the decisions can i stay consistent yeah, i'm kind of a creative person i'm not creative in certain things but i mean a creative uh mindset i'm not i'm not as much analytical I'm not right looking at every little tiny number that's not where my strong suit is
0: me neither yeah i
1: want it to be I want it to be. I study it. I try to do that, but I'm I'm a creative. That's why I did well on YouTube. God. You know what I mean? That's that's why I enjoyed the marketing aspect of
2: business. Yeah. It's the
1: creativity. How do I how do I do this? What do I tweet there? You know.
2: I
0: totally agree. I enjoyed
1: agree. the marketing side more than the the financing side. Yeah, that uh somebody that's an analytics is gonna enjoy the, the financing side over the marketing
0: side. Right, and it's all and it's all relative, like what you're saying. Like even if you were starting a business or starting a YouTube, they're both a business. So like when you yeah. first start your when you first start whatever YouTube or business, let's just say business, let's just say YouTube, whatever. When you're first starting your channel, I remember my I remember my first video. Like I was I, I just started watching all you guys kinda I don't think I was watching you. I can't remember, but I started watching the main crew that we have nowadays, right? And this is you know, just a few years ago. And I remember cutting grass and I it was on my phone and then I pushed upload. I didn't realize you needed Wi-Fi to really do it. It just you you know, but I threw it in my I got so nervous. My hand was shaking, everything and I didn't, I thought I was going to go viral overnight and I thought everybody's going to make fun of me. Like, you know, but anyway, I finally got it uploaded. So I didn't look at it for like a day or two. And I deleted like, I wish I wouldn't have done this, but I deleted like my first four videos because, you know, I don't know. I just wish I wouldn't. And looking back now, I wish I, at the time it made sense, but I wish I would have kept them videos. So now if anybody goes back to my channel and says, hey, my last couple videos, I was really negative. Well, like. I wish I would have kept them because it would have made made more sense. And it wasn't like what I thought of it. I remember being so nervous. And I thought, well, after about 50 or 60 videos or after about 50, 60 podcasts, it's just all relative because I'm not where you're not where whenever me and you first became friends, like if I told you today where you'd be at, you'd think I was smoking crack because that just wouldn't have made sense. You know what I mean? And where I'm at right now, I have I'm, I'm truly it's all relative, though, it's. And it's so great. And business is just like that. Like my business made uh, in 28, 19, 19, in 2020, geez, in 2020, my business done really, really well. Like I made, I don't know, like almost like 140, somewhere around now, well over a hundred thousand, but it's not at all what I put in my pocket. So whenever I tell people, I mean, it's 2021, whenever I tell people that they're like, it was twenty five. I can't remember. But anyway. I tell people that at work, they're like, well, but how much can you actually make mowing grass? And I said, I don't know, my business made, you know, like 140-ish. And they're like, what? No way. I was like, that's not what I made. I made a lot of mistakes. That's what I made. All I made was mistakes. I said, but that's what my business technically made on the books, you know. And they just, they could, you can see their wheels start turning like, what? And I'm like, but it doesn't just happen like that. And I wish I wouldn't have made it that way because I had to take on accounts. That I shouldn't have been on. The only way I made it, done it like, and Top Notch has a similar story to it. Top Notch took on a bunch of accounts that he wasn't ready for either and had to let a lot of that go. Mike Andy's called him out on it, but I, I'm more on the, I'm not a very smart guy. I love, you know, I'm, I like to work. I like to work. I like to make videos. I like to talk to people. But when it comes to numbers uh, and important stuff in life, there'll be the important stuff. I suck at it. I'm kind of like a lot like Top Notch. And I'd, I'd like to actually sit and talk to Top Notch about that because I made, a, I draw similar parallels to the mistakes that he made, and it's just like, just be careful for that. Like it's all relative. It, just because, just because you make a ton of money doesn't mean that you make a, a, a ton of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? On the books it might say one thing, but your pocketbook might say the most important thing. You know, what I mean? does that make sense? Any of that? You may make,
1: you may make a lot better money. Having a smaller business, and focusing on having a higher profit, charging right, and modifying it so that you're never going to have less stress in your business than when it's just you. Right. And so here's like the thing people don't really think about. Like, say you had a, a tire shop, there's going to be a point in the growth of that tire shop where if it's just you doing the tires, you're making money. Most of the money goes back to you, or you're just having a facility. Let's say you want to, uh, you know, add in several bays to that tire shop. You have the building that's large enough already, and say you want to add in several bays for people to work there. There's going to be a stage in growth where it doesn't make sense, where it's more money out than money in, mm. and it's going to be painful. And you know, it's it's you're going up and over a hump. For some people it doesn't make sense to go go do that. It, anybody that has success or, you know, or if somebody's starting, they want to go, I want to be the, the big I want to be huge. And it's easy to do that. And don't diminish your goals if you want that. But if you want it, you better start thinking like those people and, and be very analytical and uh, building a plan and really yeah. diving deep to, to figure it out some guys are noise you know you are a lot of noise yeah and so like with me man you know when i was building my um building my my personal whatever development for myself i made a lot of noise like i want to do this in business and this and that and i, I want to do this and then so like with youtube a real common thing is that people overextend and they say I want to do this, but they really don't know how to do it. So it's, it's they're saying they want to do it, but they're trying on video. It sounds like they're committing to it, but they don't know how to do it, and it's not going to happen. And they they end up losing um, credibility. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's easy to make noise, and sometimes you just
0: gotta yeah. shut
1: up and makes stuff happen.
2: That's so, so
0: true. That's such a strong message.
1: Every time I disappear, I come back and it's like ugh, all this other stuff because I'm doing stuff people don't know about or I'm not talking about it. I'm just I'm making stuff happen. Like there's times that I I disappear and you know people are like, hey, go live with me on here and I'm like, yeah, I'm editing. You know, like I'll have somebody up in the background or something when I'm messing with stuff sometimes yeah you know, like I'll listen to people live stream on YouTube but no can't do it I'm editing you know like they're you know they're wanting to do this thing'm doing this video and I'm like yeah I'm trying to make a banger video because if I don't put out these videos the, the channel's not gonna do well I,
0: I was <laughs> looking know? at some of your analytics and I seen that you started to get a spike now that the weather's kind of changing how was the was, how was the first winter? Like, because I have I, I seen on your little thing where it kind of you can see where your where, where your analytics went down and where it spiked up. How was how was that for how was this first winter, not having the same amount of videos getting like the watched.
1: It's whatever. It's the seasonality of business. Every right. business has seasonality.
0: So you you already uh, budgeted or not budgeted? That sounds like money. Now I'm not talking about money. Um, you already kind of mentally knew don't expect a ton of views on this kind of stuff. D- yeah, I prepared myself. Right, because I was there. I, I, I prepared
1: myself. Right. You know, and then you know it happens through the season, so you start taking that beat. In the season, you know, it's really weird. Something that um, I never thought would happen. So okay. I'm on a level of success, and not to toot my own toot my own horn there, but I'm on a level of success that I I never would have thought was going to happen in my life. And there's days that I'm and it ties back into the depression thing, but there's days that I've been like just totally dissatisfied with it. Hmm. And and I don't mean it as dissatisfied, but what I'm trying to say is like, you feel like you haven't really accomplished anything.
0: Oh, okay. You know, you're Expand. Everybody
1: else is like, you're a celebrity or you're doing this or, you know, like, but the reality is I'm a guy cutting grass and my life hasn't changed.
2: Right.
0: I get to
1: do cool stuff and, like, if I think about the cool stuff that I get to do, like driving into Louisville, Kentucky and giving away a mower and driving to Oklahoma City and giving away a mower and, you know, like helping people out with those charities and giving myself some kind of uh, big indicators that I can look back on and say, you did something.
2: Yeah. And I
1: feel good about it. But it's weird because you'll, you'll have, um, and I can imagine it's the same way with somebody that's a, a, a professional athlete, like a pro athlete, that when they're on top,
0: they're still in the yeah. They
1: know other people are gunning for their position behind. Oh them. yeah, and they know that like. It, the other thing is like I was, uh, I was setting trends last year, so everybody's yeah. falling behind what I'm doing. So it's like, you know, you do a video and then somebody else does a video with like the same wording, but it's a little different. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. man, come on, you know, stuff like that. And you're like, just quit it. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time i want them to be successful right like the same way i want to see long guys successful i've helped several of these other guys like i talked with top notch i helped him you know with bringing his channel back and reviving it and making content like mine but it was something that he was ready to do that i helped out blades when you know he was one of the guys that i talked with and and really helped out a lot in the beginning and he ran with it that's the thing Is like i've talked with several people some people run with it. Some people haven't. Some people just aren't ready yet. They're they're. Everybody's goes through their own thing, and when they're ready, then that's when they do it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. And so that's yeah, that's so true. Go ahead. But
1: you know, I guess what I'm saying there is that when you're on top, it's it's another level of stress and anxiety that you don't kicks see in so that should there that you never thought would be there oh, yeah. yeah i never thought man like and um
0: Dude, i remember i when... don't,
1: don't want to backstep in life you're like hey right. yeah. i did this what if the other thing is it's not proven you know with the lawn business you get one year in you're nervous about the next year can i still sell all these lawns am i gonna am i still am i still gonna be in business a long year two goes by, and you're like, okay, well, year three goes by, and you know what's going to happen. I'm still on the stage that we had such massive growth. We went into last year in January, I think I had like 25, 30, 30,000 subs.
0: I don't. I couldn't even now imagine we're
1: that. That's crazy. 1.5 million followers now. Damn. I mean, just this past week, I've grown uh, my personal Facebook following from – To, I think we're at like 65, 70,000 followers now
0: Yeah, that's such a blessing
1: Yeah, well once you figure it out It's not that hard But, you know, figuring it out is hard Figuring it out is the hard part Yeah Putting in the effort, doing the work And the initial work that goes into it Just like tying it back to the lawn business Or any business It's gonna be hard You gotta work, you gotta figure it out So people are like, oh, you're kicking ass well, I've been making videos since
0: forever. I, I made my
1: first videos in 2014 Yeah. and then I, I studied. I quit making videos because I was studying business but I still watched these guys on YouTube and what are their angles? How are they talking in the camera? And I noticed when their eyes weren't looking at the, the actual camera how weird that was and how it made me feel like a disconnect and i watched the angles on where they put stuff when they're mowing the lawns and what I liked watching. And I'm like, I don't like the point of view stuff.
0: You're like, whenever See? you first, whenever I first started making videos, I was only a couple videos in whenever you, con- you contacted me and started uh, critiquing me and helping me out. And I w- yeah. that's some stuff that I'm so thankful for because when you're new, just like everything, when you're new, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. You know? <laughs> you know <laughs> you, there's your known knowns, your unknown knowns. And you're known unknowns, so you don't know what you don't know. It's just the way it is. And it sounds like it's a really roundabout way of saying you're not gonna know what you don't know. So with someone great coming along with you? Came along with me, and I I still have people that are starting channels contact me with advice and stuff, which makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I've gotten nowhere. But looking back, I remember when you reached out, whenever I had like a hundred subs, you was at like maybe a thousand or eight hundred. You know what I mean? You were giving me advice and tips, and now I'm able to do the same thing with these other guys. Man, it's just, it's just, you just got to go. You just got to keep grinding and keep up. YouTube is a business. I don't care what anybody says. YouTube's a business. I don't sit back and invest into this stuff because I don't like, because I just want to just whatever. Yeah, I want to be, I want to make friends with all these guys. I want to whatever, but I also don't put this time in. So, I just take all my time and just don't whatever. Like I want to get paid for all this. I I I want to have this as a business. This is something that I love to do. You know, does that yeah. make sense? the reason a reason why I bring it up. Reason why I bring it up is you you, you mentioned spon- you enjoy it, right? Well, you mentioned something about sponsorship, and you were kind of nervous because you want to be called out. Like that harkens. That makes me think about like whenever I post my link for like something simple as, um, Patreon. There. There's not a lot of guys doing that, and it's like, is that kind of what you know? And it's like, maybe I don't know, but that's why I'm saying if you want, that's that's kind of like I know exactly what you're saying about taking on sponsorships, taking on money. Go ahead. That
1: head trash battle never stops. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, no matter (laughs) where you're at. Uh, When's the last time? Like. Go ahead. Huh? Well, go ahead. The
1: best time you have success is when you're not questioning. Oh yeah. It's like if you know it's right and you just do what you do.
0: And you know you got to do what you got to do. Because it's the thing you do. And yeah. Yeah, you like, g- that's, that's when things go great. Yeah, you got to you know, just keep doing you it. If you're not
1: doing it because of motives. Like, If you're only doing it because you're thinking about money, it's probably not going to work. Right. If you only do it because you're thinking about, um, you know, uh, if you don't do it because you're thinking about what people say or right. are going to say, yeah, it's probably going to work because you're not going to do it. I mean.
0: You're not going to do it. You. Just, yeah
1: just have to do what you know you need to do yeah and you know patreon's a thing you
0: gotta do do it right well and it's but so it's so, like,
1: it's so like it's so through the same battle
0: well you should have a patreon right now especially i told you this earlier like imagine you having a patreon even if you only get a I couple should. guys because they should like you're you're putting out content yeah for yourself okay but they're enjoying your content so if people want to help support your journey doing this tour, I think when you get back home tomorrow or whenever you get to your family's house, I think maybe you should consider putting a, a Patreon together. You know, and try-
1: dude. I've had, I've had thousands of people now in the comments asked to help. Hey, how can I help yeah,
0: you? And that's what that's hey, a, that's, that's
1: a new donation, right. and I just never get the option because I'm like, hey, YouTube's taking care of me, and you know, it's it's fine.
0: I did something. Well,
1: I mean, long term. Long term, at the same time, it's like, dude, what if, you know, like something happened that, you know, YouTube, and like for some reason they demonetize.
0: Right? People. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That, know, like, yes, yes, yes. It's such a reality, man. Like, yeah,
0: you, you could say something happened. wrong, and then, you know, you know, you don't, you don't know.
1: Yeah, and then the other reason. Like, why have insecurity of uh, you know knowing your value or how, how you're going to help people and like knowing what you're going to do with it like I'd never let anybody filter money back to me because I didn't want people to feel like I wasn't like, doing something good with it you know like I, I like having the freedom of doing what I know is going to be the best for right. my family or what I'm doing or whatever and you know, like if I have people supporting that way, they're gonna judge the way that I I make my decision.
0: I see. Yeah. Okay. You know, that makes sense.
1: I, for the boring channel, I bought a, a you know a 1951 International truck <laughs> and a 97 Chevy. And I put the cab onto the Chevy. Well, hypothetically,
0: well, well I was just gonna know, say you know, hypothetically if you.
1: Really cool lawn rig.
0: Yeah, that's dope. It's It's dopest. I like it a lot. I love that truck.
1: Is it the best financial decision? No, but I think it's
0: cool. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, like, let's say you had a Patreon and you said, hey, uh, I'm going to, let's say you wait. Maybe not Patreon. I don't know. I'm just saying some kind of of thing where people can donate money, even if it's PayPal. Um, What happens? Let's say, just bounce this idea. Let's say you drop your sponsorship, but you still want to give away mowers. So yeah. you can, you can take all the money that say, Hey, you, cause you can see, you can have it on your Patreon to where it says I'll show, you know, how many supporters and how much you make a month, or you can hide that. You can keep all that public and be like, Hey guys, as you can see, we got this amount of money this month. Let's go ahead and give away, um, something. I don't know. And then, you know, that's just some other idea because I look at it and I say, man, I, cause I want you to be, um, I don't wanna I don't want I think it I don't want you to only have to rely on YouTube. You know what I mean? I think I would there's, love to see there's that pack. so
1: much more possibility for greater things. When you have a massive following of people that support you and are willing to back you right. go to bat what you're doing, that there's there's just so more so much more possibilities of things that you can do as a collective crowd versus you know, one guy going out of pocket.
0: Well, that 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 brings, that well that brings something to my mind. I've been studying a lot of the Tower of Babel, and the king at the time of the Tower of Babel was Nimrod. We've all used the term, we've all used the phrase, "Don't be a Nimrod." And Nimrod was a man of renown. He was a powerful man. He came from the event. He came way back from the line of Canaan, and he was a grandson of Ham, who was Noah's, uh, who was who was Noah's youngest son, and. And he had this curse on him. So when they built this Tower of Babel, they were supposed to spread across the world and 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 then separate all over the world, right? Well, Nimrod being a being a powerful uh, man of renown, a beautiful like a, he was a beautiful man, a strong man, the guys that we look up to. But what he did with all his vast money, what he did with his empire, is he wanted to not he wanted to build something. He didn't want to be a vessel for the Lord. He wanted to build something that people would say, "Wow, that was built by man." Not built by God, because in those days, God played a bigger part in their lives. And that's when that's when the Trinity Godhead said we they're they're talking with one voice. They're talking with one sound. They're talking with in unity, but they're not doing it out of love for me, out of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. They're not doing it out of love for God. So that's when God said, yeah, you're a little bricks that you're stacking up. It might look fancy to an ant.'" But I'm, you are nothing to me. No, that Bible doesn't say that. But that's what that's what the Bible says. So God goes down and, bam! He takes Nimrod, throws him off his little silly throne, separates everybody on the face, the whole face of the earth, scatters their language, and that was in the Tower of Babel and they they took up their tongues and confused them so everybody spoke different languages now in today's term we say man you're talking babel i don't understand what you're saying babel th- th- that's not what it's supposed to mean it's supposed to mean a great city but that's just so funny like if i draw that parallel to someone like you hypothetically let's say you were taking all this the all the everything that you've been given, all these great blessings has been heaped upon you. And if you said, I'm doing this by myself, I, I'm going to keep all these mowers myself. I'm going to sell them. I'm going to make all this money. I'm, I'm and you're not being grateful and you're not helping anybody out. Well, all them great blessings, they're going to go away. Either they're going to go away monetarily or they're going to or they're going to go away when you're mentally not going to be able to enjoy it. You're mentally not going to be able to have a good time. Either way is not good. So I don't know why that brought that to mind, but that's just the tower of Babel. And that kind of reminded me of the Tower of Babel, and if we can take that to our own self. If you're building a business, put Christ first in your business. Take care of your family. Help everybody. And that's been the whole point of my new re- rejuvenated journey of starting a podcast. Because podcast is what I love to do. My business, I, I, at the time, last year, a year or two ago, I loved having my business. I reached out to you. Me and you talked business for hours on the phone multiple times. But one of my biggest falls was, was I was putting everything on my own shoulders. I was cutting my wife out of the information i wasn't i wasn't doing it the right way you know what i mean and you're not going to be successful till you get your what's it what's the term your ducks in a row (laughs) you know or there's some kind of simple saying that people say that and it it, it's the truth of it what'd you do turn your truck off no
3: it sounds Uh, can you hear me
0: yeah it sounds really good what'd you do different
3: I stopped. I'm at the gas station. Oh well. So.
0: Have you have you talked but, to Adam Devine lately?
3: Uh I do talk to Adam Devine quite often. He
0: I, is I great. I don't know why he doesn't do great videos. He makes me mad.
3: He has a he has a newborn uh, any day now.
0: Them silly newborns. <laughs> oh man. He would be so good. I can't wait to I want him to when when he's ready. He will be one of the best YouTubers out there for business.
3: Yeah, I think he's going to do really well with. Uh, I've always told him if he did review type stuff because um, you seem like Project Farmer type stuff, right? Right. Adams kind of like that, and you know, in the way that I see him, he would evolve into something like that. He really <laughs> likes talking about um, possibilities for areas of improvement which is cool so he could give a lot of concept ideas that i think could further uh designs so yeah you know, he's, he's creative in that way
0: yeah the dude's the dude's great he has everything except a cape so he's a hero if you ask me i didn't know congr- if he's ever listening which i don't think someone of his stature listens to my lowly show but if he does listen adam you're a great i can't wait you start pumping out tons of content, because I, I can I can reach out to that guy and ask him a question. He's gonna give me serious serious answers on. A t- he might give me the answers I don't want. <laughs> you know, he would tell me the guy's honest truth. And thing is, he's smart. He knows his stuff.
3: Yeah, the guys you want to talk to are the guys that'll tell you the, the stuff you don't want to hear sometimes.
0: That's so that's so true. But uh,
3: we're uh the stuff that's slightly painful. Man, you got that to work tomorrow? No, I'm I'm
0: I'm off for the next seven days
3: okay well i'm just checking that's the hustle though that's what it takes well that's
0: why tomorrow i'm actually going to that's why i texted you i was hoping i'd hoping you'd come to ashland but i'll eventually see you uh later on Uh, but i was
3: thinking too i was i was wanting to get on this trip i was supposed to be in um nashville arkansas about a week prior to to what's going on now right but you know i was getting the stuff welded on the back of the trailer or on the back of the truck, nothing ever works the way to plan. Right. So I'm delayed and I'm like in this rush thing. But the other thing is like, if I don't get to Nashville, Arkansas, you know, my wife and daughter have already been there for like a week enjoying, uh, uh, spring break. But if I don't get there to see him tomorrow, I don't get to see him at all. Yeah. So, you know, they got to head back cause of school. Um, and then, which, you know, they need to head back. I actually lost my uh, debit card. Ooh, that's um, not good. So, yeah, my wife's had to cancel that card. And, like, yeah, just nonsense. So she's going to have to put money from my account onto another card. So I have money for the trip. Yeah. I hate you that. You know, stuff like that. She's going to have to hit the bank for me. But um, that stuff happens. Anyways, uh, I don't know where I was going. Oh yeah, I'm going to be in Arkansas for like two weeks, so I won't be able to see him. And you're going is... to
0: stack up some content, right?
3: Yeah, but that's what it takes, man. You got to be willing to do the things that people aren't willing to do.
0: That's what's good because I mean, got my means
3: driving to somewhere I don't want to go. I mean, I I love seeing my parents, but I mean, like, yeah, if I could be at home hanging out with my wife and daughter, that's my place. If I can go somewhere with my wife and daughter, that's even better. When are you but, taking you know, the big tour? Uh, that will start June.
0: Oh, that's June. not very
3: yeah. March, and April, then,
0: you got about a month and a half, two months. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then our, our editor, uh, is, is so grateful our editor and, um, her, I don't know if it's her fiance at this point. I think it is. Um, they're going to stay at our house cause they added out of our house, which she was supposed to be on the, on the road down in Texas, mm-hmm. but, uh, it just worked out perfect that he's got a job in the area now. So they're gonna stay at our place and uh babysit the house i'm like yeah That's no, i don't awesome. have to worry about that you know because that stuff that was something else that was stress me out because i'm like all right what do we got to do before we leave
0: yeah well this you isn't know? no little a journey this than? isn't no little embark
3: you're go- you're going no it's all over two and a half months <laughs> that is two and so... a half months that is so it's awesome a huge commitment too. like when I actually said it on
0: the channel, I'm like, Ooh. And, well, you, and you're not doing it because you have to. That's the thing. Other
3: people will no, get it. I'm doing it because I want to. Yeah,
0: exactly. And you got people like maybe like me or uh, other guys across the world that would love to have an opportunity to do it. There's other guys, which I've already hung out with you a couple of different times. So that, that's a little different for me. But there's other guys that would love to have a beer with you or sit and uh, have a chop it up, have a conversation. I'm sure you're going to hit them loops. You're going to make some really, really good content. And what's, I'm I'm really looking forward to your tour and hopefully
3: you can well, make it up. Well, here's the to other here. thing on that. Some people, some people are going to look at that and they're going to go, Oh, he's just going on vacation. Yeah. Let's get it 100% straight. This is a work-based tour. Right. It's work with family, family's bonus. Like Rachel told me, I got to bring the family along. <laughs> you know, the first, the first concept idea of the tour was like, all right. Ten states, twenty days, day of driving, day of cut. Oh, Man, day. that's twenty days, baby. And she's like, no. So you know, then it evolved into okay, I gotta bring Rachel. Well, Rachel, I got Rachel and Madison. Madison's gonna have space. Rachel's gonna have space. I need to figure out, Yeah, you
2: know,
3: yeah. Well, it evolved into the camper. Well, first concept is I thought, well, maybe if I get a,
2: a class,
3: class C. I think it's class C is the little drivable one. And then I'm like. Well then I could have a cargo trailer, but then I'm pulling this stupid thing to all the job sites and you know, Rachel's gotta be in there with Madison and they'll have to stay in the camper and it'll be uncomfortable. Yeah. So Well, and if you stay in the southern states,
0: a lot of the southern states you can have your concealed carry. You don't it's a constitutional carry. Don't yeah, yeah, look it up first, but to where you'll be all right.
3: Oh yeah, that's well. I was just saying for them, I want them to be able to have a have a life while I'm working. Cause, right. Yeah. You know what people don't realize is I show up on a yard. You watch a 30 minute video, but I'm probably on that property somewhere between, I don't know, three hours to eight hours. Yep. Making that video, getting all the angles right, doing everything the way I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: people don't people don't look into it. Huh. So. All right. Well, you got that plugged. We're over an hour. I'm a, I got a bunch of editing and stuff to do. Is it been, it's been, it's been quite a bit. I definitely appreciate you as a friend. I definitely appreciate you as a content creator. Um, we will connect this summer, whether if I have to drive to Georgia to see you, I'll definitely do that. So I, I, I appreciate your friendship. I love what you're doing. I think you're doing great things and i'd like to see them continue and if you do start a podcast or do start a patreon i will be one of the first ones to donate to you
3: i appreciate it man i appreciate you talking on the phone to keep me awake while i'm on the drive yeah well i think what i'm gonna do is i'm ready to see the girls i'm gonna drive straight on through
0: that is that's truly a blessing all right guys you heard it from the man himself he's doing everything he's running around jumping everybody you're gonna let li- you're gonna hear from Antoine, he, he, you heard, you well not heard, it's, you're gonna hear it by this time, Antoine, who got the mower and he talks about his story. We're gonna touch back, we're gonna touch base with Kevin later on and uh, we're gonna see how everything goes, how it makes, let's pray for him, make sure his trip goes safe, let's do all this. But most of all, it's taking me knee for Christ the King. Let's be grateful for what we have. Let's hit the like button and the subscribe button. Those are really important buttons to hit. If you're gonna get on anybody's buttons, if you're gonna press anybody's buttons, press my buttons. And uh, make sure you drink coffee through a straw because you can bypass the blood brain barrier and it can go straight to the dome. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit all the buttons. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>